Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. So thank you for joining us tonight. Glad to have you here. I want to introduce our special guest. He's a friend of mine. We go back 20, 20 years plus. It's Brother Thomas Wingate, Church of God. Uh, he's a PK, son of pastor's son. Been around the church for many <laughs> years. And last week, I said he was a p- piano player, which he is, organ player, which he is, drums, music, but not the saxophone. But I think piano, organ, drums is enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> and I've heard him play. I mean, he, he's definitely has yeah. a gift, period. So he's an owner-operator in the transportation industry. And also he's in construction also, too. He's a husband and a father within the Church of God. Brother Wingate, my friend, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing good, Brother Moon. I uh, I looked for with a lot of anticipation tonight. Hopefully, uh, my goal as yours is to say something tonight that would encourage someone who's been hurt, someone or a family that um, maybe the enemy's trying to steal the seed, and I, I want them to see that God loves them. Amen. Um, God loves us all, and so he doesn't want us, any one of us to get discouraged and quit and go back to be what we were. So I thank God for Jesus tonight, and uh, that's my prayers that I can say something that would encourage somebody tonight. Well, I think you already have. Uh, Brother Wingate, like I said last week, uh, I've known you for 20 years approximately, and you and I have talked many times and it's just a blessing to see all that you have been through for years and years and to still desire to serve God still have that jovialness in your lifestyle still going to church after all that that takes God it really does so I just want to commend the Lord and you working together to to keep you going the way you have you and your family you're a blessing we thank God for you right Brother Wingate, you mentioned last week that we are responsible for our relationship and for our own soul to God. We are responsible to serve God no matter what happens. Is that true? Well, I mean, that's that's the way it is. I mean, the um, matter of fact, every decision we make in life, we're responsible Mm -hmm. for our own being especially our own soul. I mean, if you think what, what the, the enemy's design is to get us distracted by uh, things that have happened to us and uh, external uh, external forces and 
including just every array. The, the, the enemy is all around us. And even the Bible says uh, that when the uh, um, God met together, it wasn't Job, the, the uh, sons of God met together, the devil also showed up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So he mm-hmm. shows up at church. He's in your room tonight. <laughs> He's here with me. He is not taking a day off. Nope. <laughs> he has one goal, and that is to destroy us. So I, I realize that God has never done anything to me. Amen. God always just called me back to him. Amen. When I left God, God dealt with me. When I was in the bars and the nightclubs, God worked with me. When I was in sin, God worked with me. When when uh, bitterness tried to work on me, God worked with me. And I'm telling you, if you love God, and I told, I would tell God, I love you. I don't know what's going on. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand people, why they do what they do. But the fact is, I have one soul. Amen. You have one soul, and we all have one soul, and we need to see God in peace. Amen. That's what I want. Anyone that's hurt tonight, anyone that's been damaged or they feel people have harmed them and they don't see their way clear and and the enemy has done a work on them. That's what he will do. He'll take external forces. And I think the Bible and Revelation says it causes bitterness when stars fall. Star being a minister. My, my. Lord bless. I mean, it causes bitterness. And so, but we don't have to let it do that to us. Right. We don't have to. We can. Yes, it hurts. And bitterness worked on me, brother. Okay. okay. But I realized that God didn't do this. Mm-hmm. They are not God. And since we're human, my goal is to restore that person. Honestly, I, I still love uh, these, these individuals. Mm-hmm. I want them to go to heaven. I don't want. Listen, even though they wronged me, this is what God wants for us. God wants us to be like Jesus. Jesus forgave. He forgave. Yeah. People, yes. he forgave me when I didn't deserve. I didn't deserve forgiveness. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mm-hmm. like you, Brother Moon, and some other people that didn't know anything about God, and maybe you went out and sinned. You did all kind of stupid. No, I knew better. Mm-hmm. So I was the prodigal son for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and yet God, God looked up far off and saw me out there and said, you know what? I'm going to keep helping him. I see a spark in him. I see something in him. And that's what God sees in you. If you're listening to this tonight, if you're on this, first of all, I want to say something. Thank you for listening. But if you are on this, that's because you have a desire. You have a desire. You wouldn't watch this if you didn't have a desire. So take that desire and take it to God. Take it to God. Take and pray for your one soul. And so you can see God in peace. Well, Brother Wingate, you are talking to someone tonight. Uh, I'm not going to mention names. We don't do that on the broadcast. Names, places, or dates. But you're talking to someone tonight who's been damaged. And I think what you're saying is helpful. Brother Wingate, you mentioned bitterness and you mentioned addiction. Uh, Addiction is a horrible thing, but bitterness is a pretty tough thing, too, isn't it, to battle? I'm sorry, you'll have to repeat that, Brother Ben. Uh, you. you were talking about addiction, and of course, um, I know a bit about that being a counselor, but also bitterness can be a real spirit to fight, too, don't you think, as far as bitterness? Well, bitterness it grows out of hurt, in my opinion. Uh, okay. I'm not a licensed okay. counselor, 
officer, but from my experience is that it grows from out of hurt and anger. And so you have to give into that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it, that's an addiction, honestly. Well, it's more than that. It's greater than that wow. because see, I recognize, I guess I had a, an, an unfair advantage because okay. my dad always told us, if you expect to be forgiven, you have to forgive. Okay. So you can't hold bitterness and forgiveness at the same time. It doesn't okay. work. Okay. So okay. I had to, I had to have forgiveness and even love. Um, even when I wasn't saved, I, I'll tell you, I didn't, I, I knew I couldn't give into that bitterness. Mm. And it, it mm. warred on me. And I'm telling mm. you, <laughs> I'm just going to say, I will tell you this. Okay. okay. If my mom wouldn't have been alive and I wouldn't have had a wife and kids, <laughs> <laughs> I would have walked in some places with a megaphone and told them what I thought. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I was very angry and, <laughs> you know, I can imagine that almost. I can really imagine you with that <laughs> megaphone. But believe me, what I'm telling you, I, I, I'm not boasting because I'm just telling you. I knew the scripture, and I knew they were wrong, and I didn't care. I, I didn't respect them, and I'm not talking about anybody you know per se. Sure, uh, really, I'm not. Sure. Uh, These are some other people, and but I thank God I didn't do that. Amen. <laughs> but you know what stopped me also. Well, wasn't just that. It was recognizing that what if there's an innocent soul there, okay? So a new convert that in spite of a hypocrite or someone that causes, you know, these kinds of things in the church, in spite of that, God saved them and they're there and then I walk in and do something stupid and then they lose out. You know who's God's going to be upset at then? Me. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yes. I didn't want that to happen. So Brother, I always wanted to forgive, sir. Brother Wingate, you mentioned last week having a personal relationship with God while you're hurt. That has to be maintained within that wounded time, doesn't it? it has to be maintained. I can't let my relationship with God wane because I'll get more hurt and more bitter and more, et cetera. Yeah, so... Um, I have found, and you know, it, it is true that it when, and so I, first of all, let me make a statement here. I want to apologize to everybody. I keep having to turn my head so mm -hmm. I can hear. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. I, I just want you to know that. Uh, but I, as it comes, as related to um, a personal relationship with God, um, my wife probably helped me there more than, uh, more than people realize. Cause she would, she kept telling me, you have had relationship through men. You've let men affect you because the bitterness would come out. It would come out. I would just, it, it comes out. If it's in the heart, it's going to come out. It's true. And so she kept telling me, you need to maintain, you need to get a relationship with God. You need to go pray. Well, see, um, I never thought I could pray without a preacher. Hmm. And I'm not trying to get everybody to be independent of the ministry because God has ordained that. God has ordained uh, ministers, teachers, evangelists, prophets, you know, apostles, all those, all those gifts in the body. But he wants us to have a relationship with him first, him. And it can't be through somebody else. So that relationship, you, you can carry those. God knows you're hurt already. He knows you're hurting. He knows 
He knows what the person or people have done or groups of people, even congregations have done to you. So he already knows this. He's waiting for you to come to him. Just like my children, if I knew one of them was hurting, I would be sitting there waiting. Come on, come to me and, and I'll work with you and I'll help you and I'll lift you up. And that's what God did for me. God, I can't even believe I should have been an atheist. Honestly, I should have quit in my mind and in my heart, because that's where the enemy wanted to take me. Well, I guess that's my next question. Someone came to you who was quite quite close to you and said, look, I should be an atheist. Were they saying that because they had been hurt through the years by situations and issues? Oh, I, you know, yes. Yeah, they did. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. The enemy worked on him, and I have uh, some family members that, while they believe in God, uh, they have been injured by some people around the Church of God. And uh, I have one person in particular that said to me, I see the Church of God in the Bible, but I don't see what I read about. And that's a sad – I'm going to tell you uh, the reason, in my opinion, that that is the case, and this is why we have to look to God. Mm-hmm. We see the perfection of the scripture. We, we also see the imperfection in people in the scripture. Mm-hmm. We also, if you read, you see where Paul said that this was going to happen and many are going to come in grievous wolves, not sparing the flock. Well, I guarantee you those grievous wolves, they cause bitterness. Brother mm-hmm. Man. I guarantee you that in the morning time or in the Bible, when, the, when they were going through that, that that stuff caused unbelief and uh, people to backslide and, uh, just to go back to what they were. But you, you have to look beyond this life. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've all had to do. All of my brothers that are saved, we've had to look beyond the what we see and recognize that God is perfect and God never did anything to me. These things have happened because people aren't right. Mm-hmm. And what we should do is love them because, see, I don't want them to go. I don't want them to be lost. Mm-hmm. I don't want the ministers that have done things that were not right to be lost. So I pray for them. And if you will look at it that way, just imagine, I, I'm, maybe this will help you. And I, I don't know, I don't think this probably didn't answer your question, Brother Moon, but this might help somebody. Imagine the person that causes the bitterness in your life. Imagine if they were burning in hell forever. Is that what you want? Mm-hmm. That's not what I want. No. So when you look at it like that and you see them as a soul and just imagine that you won't, God will help you to forgive them. And that's the first step, in my opinion, for you to get forgiveness for any bitterness that's in your heart and to let it go is to forgive and to love. Friends, tonight in our last few moments, I want you to remember that if you've been hurt, maybe not attending church services, uh, you've not been forgotten about. You might feel disenfranchised tonight. Know that we're here to help. Brother Wingate's experience is giving us to help us. You've been hurt. You can make it. You've not been forgotten. But we're reaching out to you uh, with healing, forgiveness, and reconciliation. And again, like I said last week, if you've been staying home from the services this Sunday, go to church and see what God has for you. Any questions from our director? Not at the moment. No, sir. 
Well, friends, we have a few more questions and we've got to break. But if you do have comments, now's the time we can take those questions. And of course, we can uh, honor those uh, next week. Brother Wingate, in our last few moments of the last session, uh, a late call came in and it asked, should a spouse discuss with their partner the pain that they are receiving in the church? Should the wife tell the husband or vice versa about that, what's going on in the church? And from your experience. Um, that's, that's a tough one, honestly, uh, because I have seen it where the spouse didn't tell the husband and then the husband found out later because it always comes out. Everything always wow. comes out. And the husband found out later and then he was upset with the wife. And it actually, wow. in a case that I know of very well, it did more damage to the children by her. She was afraid that if he knew after everything he had gone through, if he knew about what was going on, that he would backslide. So she didn't tell him anything. Friends, and there was we're going to have to break, but I'm going to have Tommy again come on to finish this answer. He's been through these things. He can give some advice to you. So we have to break now because our time is gone. But mm -hmm. on our next section, he's going to address that question in detail. Let us know how we should handle it. So when this podcast is by Church of God, for Church of God, those who've been wounded, maybe not coming to church, etc., we want you to know that it's difficult. We understand that. And we want to reach out to you, let you know there's help for you. We bring people on here who've been through that, who've been hurt, and can go on to serve God. So again, I reiterate to you this Sunday, attend church services. So we thank you, Brother Tommy, to our director. We'll see you next week. May the Lord bless you. Amen.